Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Making Lemonade, the podcast where we talk about how we take the lemons that life gives us and all of the different flavors of lemonade that we as creators and as people make throughout our lives. This week, we have a fantastic episode. My friend and yours, Steve, has come back and we've done another episode of Baking Oranges. I don't know what number we're up to now, but I know we're up to um, maybe four or five uh, it'll probably be in the description, but thank you Steve for coming on. We just this one's a uh, comic geek conversation We just talk, talk about acting and movies and, and television and, and DC comics and so on like that So hope you guys enjoy um, have a wonderful week and I will see you guys next week Stay weird. Let's get into the episode Steve, how are you? Good. How are you going? <laughs> Good. Um, let's talk about. I want to talk about um, a let's few bits and pieces. But, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode. What episode are we up to? How many of these have we done now? Do you reckon? 90... Maybe four. Oh. four or five. I reckon I we've so, done yeah, about yeah, four or five at least yeah. at this time. We're at least up to. At the very least, we're up to number three. Yeah. But. Um, this is baking oranges. That's what we're calling it for now, at least. If we come up with a better name, we'll, we can always change it. But um, let's talk about the Snyder Cup. Yeah, right. Breaking news. <laughs> um, so, for people who don't know, and do you know the, the extent of what's going on with it? Do you know how far it goes? Uh, okay. So, when the original um, Justice League came out, <clears throat> Zack Snyder, the director, also the director of Batman vs. Superman and Man of Steel. Mm. Yeah. He, um, he lost his daughter to suicide while making the Justice League right. okay. film. Yeah. Uh, they were pretty much, they were like months out from um, putting it out in cinemas. Yeah. And he lost his daughter to suicide, so he stepped away. Now... The extent of him, whether he stepped away or not, is still yet to be shown because he talks a lot about never having seen that film. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's definitely not his version of the film. So there was a lot that went on around the Snyder Cut, around Justice League, in that um, Henry Cavill, who played Superman, had a... Um, he had a what do you call it? He had a um, a contract with Fox, and he was doing a Mission yeah. Impossible film at the time. Oh right, okay. And yeah. his character had a moustache, mm. and he had to keep the moustache. So when they went to do reshoots on Justice League, <laughs> Henry Cavill um, wasn't allowed to shave his moustache, so they had to digitally remove his moustache. Oh, wow. So not unlike when we're watching <laughs> X Two on the yeah. reshoots. Um, you can see in the Justice League film the CG upper lip. So what oh, they have to do is they that. have to remove it and then replace yeah. the lip. And there's certain parts that you can tell oh. that are his lip and other yeah. parts that aren't. Um, so there was that. And then obviously Zack Snyder lost his, his daughter. Yeah. So he had to step away with about three or four months left on post-production yeah. of the film. 
Um, they also, amongst all of that, before he even lost his daughter, they brought in um, Joss Whedon, who's the director of the first two Avengers movies, Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron. Oh, yeah, okay. So they brought in him to do Justice League. So they call the current version of Justice League the Joss Whedon cut, yeah. which how much he had to do with it, I don't know. But the current ver- the original version that Zack Snyder had written and ready to film and make was almost four hours long. Oh. And it was a two-parter. It was kind of like the way they did the original Avengers. It was yeah. a two-parter film. First one and then the second one was going to end with Doomsday, which is their version of Thanos. Okay. Um... And the one we ended up getting was barely an hour 40, Mm. which shows that there was a lot of that film cut out. Um, The film ends very anticlimactically. There's some great things. I still enjoy that film. Yeah. But apparently the original version like has Batman dying at the end of it and stuff Mm. like that. So about two weeks after the original film came out... um, it obviously gets criti- it gets bad reviews. It makes seven hundred million dollars, but they thought it was going to make billions, more than, yeah. like when Avengers one kind of money, yeah. if not more. Mm. And so, uh, a petition begins on on Twitter called "Release the Snyder Cut." Yeah, two weeks after the original film, because some news starts coming out that Zack Snyder's version of the film exists somewhere, mm. right? Um. And that has been going on for a while. Zack Snyder has been talking about releasing the Snyder Cut on Twitter. Gal Gadot, also known as Wonder Woman, has been talking about Ben Affleck has been talking about it. Henry Cavill. Mm -hmm. Every so often you'll just see release the Snyder Cut hashtag on one of these people's things. Like Ezra Miller, all these people. So, HBO Max and um, I can't can't remember the actual corporation's name have given, have decided two years later mm. to give Zack Snyder some money to make his version of Justice League. Oh, wow. Okay. So they are going to let him... He's into, Apparently, he's been talking to Ben. He's been talking to Henry. He's been talking to all the, yeah. all the cast, Jason Momoa and all that, mm. about coming back and making his version of the film. Now, this is really interesting because very rarely does this happen. Yeah. Like very, you might get a director's cut here and there on DVD uh-huh. of like Blade Runner or yeah. I remember we had the Daredevil director's cut. Um, but very rarely does a director get to go back yeah, and make the, their version of the, the film. Past actors as well, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be really it's interesting. Exciting. It is exciting, <laughs> yeah. It's exciting yeah. because we're going to see this amazing version of that might even give like some of the Avengers movies a run for their money yeah, yeah. of this film. And you might find that if he releases this and so obviously they've given him money because they've realized there's a fandom behind this. There's, there's, there's an audience cause they're not going to, they're not going to, if they don't think they can make money, mm. like let's be honest here, a corporation isn't just doing something out of the kindness of no, their heart. No way. So if they don't think they can make money off this, they're not going to give it to us. However, Obviously, they realized that there's a lot of people that are going to do this. And originally, I didn't really care whether the Snyder Cut was released or not. But it is really cool to see a creator be able to finally see his vision yeah. all these years later. No, it'd be good. Yeah, mm. I, think, I think everyone's pretty keen to see it. Especially mm. you know, all the, the true fans out there putting together you know, a new movie with the same actors. Yeah, it'll be exciting. Um, I don't know what... It's going to look like, I don't know how, but apparently they're giving him money, so mm. it's kind of cool, like, 
I hope he can pull it off. <laughs> yeah, I really do for his sake. I hope he can pull it off. I hope he's able to um, create something that's that's worth watching. Mm. Like they might even you, you might even find they'll do it as like a mini series. Might end up being a mini series. Yeah, true. Because a lot of what's in the film right now is stuff that he shot as well. It's just that they went back in and recut it and, and just made it short. Like, yeah. For the first Justice League movie, it's phenomenally short. Mm. Like it's it's shorter than any of the other ones they made. Like Man yeah. of Steel, Wonder Woman, they're all so much longer. Yeah. Aquaman, so much longer, and it's so. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, they should make the main one, obviously, with them all in it. And yeah, especially because it's the Justice League. Like the Justice yeah. League existed before the Avengers. Like they're the yeah. first ever superhero team. And you'd think it would have made yeah, at least a billion dollars, if not more. Yeah, definitely. Especially if they like, put that much effort into it this time. Mm. And things like that spawned Aquaman and <clears throat> and um, uh, Wonder Woman yeah. and so on. So, I mean, if they can pull this off, this is the movie that kind of stopped the DC Universe in its tracks, the DC mm. Cinematic Universe in its tracks because... Everyone, they were working up to this and then they make a dog shit film by most people's standards. And then Warner Brothers is kind of stuck because they had this big plan to make Cyborg and they were going to make Aquaman and they were going to make yeah. Shazam and they were going to make Shazam 2 and all this kind of stuff and it just stopped it in and, and a Flash movie and yeah. stuff like that. Do you think they rushed it a bit? Suicide Squad 2 is still yeah. coming. Um, yeah, they definitely did. Probably trying to keep up, obviously, with... Um the Avengers and everything going on yeah and they were trying to play catch up yeah I think they were so they you know you never want to rush into a movie like that because it's going to just there was too much pressure on the yeah. movie and I think they got afraid of being ballsy with it yeah, yeah. Um, where DC's really good at being ballsy like look at the Joker yes the, the Joker film that, is like balls that, to the wall like that blew up yeah that's good, that's like, good one, yeah. it did a billion dollars <laughs> like <laughs> No one expected that Joker movie to do a no. billion dollars, and it did. And it's yeah. the mo- the highest grossing R-rated superhero film mm. of all time. Yeah, it beat Venom, which mm. also broke the record the year before that. Yeah, the highest as the highest grossing R-rated film of all time. So they're definitely. I mean, Birds of Prey for me was a bit of a hit and miss. Yeah. Suicide Squad. I loved the first first. two acts of it maybe the first like hour and a half of it and then the ending I didn't really love the ending was a little bit too superhero-y it didn't feel the way I think it needed to be smaller Mm. it was too um, deus ex machina like act of god there was too much yeah for someone something like the Suicide Squad they shouldn't have had such a big bad guy to take on in their first film um yeah, but I guess with Birds of Prey as well, it's kind of like they just had to make that storyline as well, Like I guess, you know what I mean? Like, they kind yeah. of had to... Like, it, I was keen to see it, but at the same time, you know, again, a hit and a miss with me as well. It feels like, it feels like a bridging film. <clears throat> it feels yeah. like a fill-in between Suicide Squad 1 and mm. Suicide Squad 2. Yeah. Because when we get to Suicide Squad 2, I don't think we're going to have... Um, I don't think we're necessarily going to have, uh, what's it called? Um, 
What are they called? Uh, oh, Jared Leto. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Jared Leto's not necessarily going to be the Joker, so they needed to do that Birds of Prey or Harley Quinn broke up with the Joker storyline. Yeah. And you do this little thing and, oh, yeah, there's Death Mask and all that stuff. Uh, sorry, Black Mask and all that stuff. And then you get to Suicide Squad 2 and Harley's back there. And do it's you like think a, they'll get some of the original actors in there? Well, Will Smith wasn't originally in it. They had Idris Elba in it and they filmed it, but I don't know if they finished filming filming before okay. the pandemic. So I'm not sure if they had fi- finished shooting. I know they were shooting shit like... Yeah. About six months ago. Mm. Um, towards the start of the year, they were filming stuff and a lot of mm. uh, on-set sh- uh, photos were coming out. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting... It'll be interesting to see what ends up happening. Do you think there'll be that. a Joker in it? Yeah, but I don't think it'll be Jared. Okay. Because Jared Leto's Morbius now. Yeah. He's in the Fox cinematic. So, what they're doing, they're doing that Morbius. Morbius is a vampire character from the Spider-Man universe. He's now doing a Morbius standalone film. Yeah. Which they're talking about bringing into the Spider-Man Marvel universe. Oh, right, really? Sorry, for Sony, not Fox. Yeah. And Venom's going to loop around in it as well. Because okay. in the Morbius trailer, I don't know if you've seen it, I should, I'll send it to I you. I have, no. In the Morbius trailer, at the end of it, um, Michael Keaton pops up. And we all know Michael Keaton yeah. as the Vulture. <laughs> yeah. So whether Michael Keaton's just playing a character in that film or whether he actually is the Vulture, it'll be interesting yeah, be to see. Because the only thing you have is him there. He doesn't say that he's the Vulture. He doesn't say his name. He, doesn't, he just says... Morbius, like Michael Morbius or whatever the fuck the character's name is. Um, So that'll be interesting to see. So I don't think Jared's coming back as the Joker. So they might just recast the Joker. Now, I wouldn't suggest for them to put in the Suicide Squad movie the Joaquin Phoenix Joker because first of all, Joaquin's not going to do it. He's not a franchise guy. I don't think he should, personally, with what he's just... He's, achieved. Yeah, you know, he's just achieved really. Like, imagine you don't want to stuff that out now. Like he won Oscars like, for it, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, he did a really good job on the first one, man. Like, he should just leave it at that. I don't, yeah. I personally don't think that. He's like, he's never really been a. Like, I don't know if he's got any series or anything, but like, I've never seen him kind of carry on a movie. No. You know? No, he's not a franchise guy. No, he's he's, he's a he's a real, he's a movie actor. Like, he's yeah. an actor, actor. So he just wants to sink his teeth into a character mm. once and then move on yeah. from it. At least that's what he seems like he yeah. is. Um, so I don't, I don't see that that Joker being in a Suicide Squad, mm. but I can see them recasting the Joker yet again for the Suicide Squad movie. But we all know at this point Harley Quinn. I think I think the idea of Birds of Prey was to set up Harley Quinn as a character that can hold the screen mm. where the Joker doesn't isn't there. You know what I mean? Yes. Like yes. Harley Quinn is going to be there when the Joker's not. When we can't have the Joker, he's Harley Quinn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I think that's what they're trying to do, which is clever because yeah. you bring her in via the Joker and then you separate her yeah. from the Joker. Because she was clearly, like, Margot Robbie was clearly the lead in that Birds of Prey movie, mm. setting up the rest of the film. So, um, yeah, that's that's... 
it's going to be interesting to see because they've been on and off about this Flash movie as well. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. they were going to do it, and then they weren't, then they were going to do it. Then we were supposed there. to get that Flash movie last yeah, year. it was meant to be a while ago. Like, the Flash that. was supposed to be out last year. Same with the Cyborg movie, but mm. they just canned it because they didn't have so much success with Justice League, and then they just shit mm. the bed and... Yeah. Did you ever see the Flash series? I love the Flash TV series, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's great. So I've seen that as well. Like, that's what got me going, like, yeah, sweet, we're going to get a movie as well. Mm. Kind of added to it, but no, the movie's definitely delayed, isn't it? So like hopefully they might add into yeah the new movie or Ezra Miller popped up in the latest season of Flash though oh, they did yeah. this massive cross up over mm. called Infinite Crisis yeah and spoilers if no one's watched it but he it was all over, it was actually all over Twitter and everything mm. anyway but amongst all that they had all these different versions of Superman and Batman and all yeah, that come yeah. in and they had like Brandon Routh who played Superman in Superman Returns, oh, came okay. back as an old man Superman. Yeah. And then the guy who played the voice of Batman in the old animated comics, mm-hmm. he came in as Bru- old Bruce Wayne. Oh, wow. So yeah. they had all these different yeah. crossovers. And that was the first time that guy ever played an on-screen version because yeah. he was always a voice actor. I think they had Mark Hamill play someone because he was the Joker in that TV series yeah. as well. They had a bunch of stuff. And then Ezra Miller, they never said anything and all of a sudden, all over the internet, Ezra Miller as the Flash from the Justice League universe mm. popped up and he was face-to-face with Grant Gustin's Flash oh, in yeah. in the TV show. Yeah. It was re- that was really cool to have as well. Um, so, yeah, they, they, they did that and that was a... That was just showing that, like, they're very clever DC where, where Marvel has one timeline and one universe. Um, yeah. so DC kind of, has a multiverse. Yeah. So they're like, okay, and that doing by doing that, they go, the TV and the movies are two different universes, but then the Joker movie is yeah. its own universe as well. And the and the new Batman, the Batman that's coming out with Robert Pattinson, that's its own universe as yeah, well. So yeah. it all doesn't... So what what's really cool with DC is if the Suicide Squad and the Justice League is all part of one universe, yeah. that's great. Leave that there. But then yeah. we can make the Batman over here and we can make yeah. Joker over here and we can expand the Joker universe if we want or we don't have to. Mm. We can expand the Batman universe if we want, but we don't have to. We yeah, just do good. three. We do a trilogy over here and that's it. Yeah, just get I'm, on. I'm kind of glad they've done it like that. And it's really cool because then they can merge every so often if you yeah. really want them to. Mm. And what would be cool, look, if I'm them, I build all these universes and then you just squash them all together oh, in yeah, one movie sick. and you do your end game and you just... And everything just like there's 10 flashes and 10 <laughs> Batmans yeah. and Supermans and stuff Hopefully like that. one day we get that. Mm. That'd be amazing. It'd be cool. Even um, if you deep faked like Christopher Reeves, you just had someone in a suit and made him Christopher Reeves <laughs> and like just all that kind of stuff. That'd be cool. But a lot of people would hate that. So, you know. Do you think they'd ever, like, random question, but do you ever think they'd um, add X, any part of X Men to. Yeah, I think Wolverine's coming. Avengers? Uh, I think it looks like they're trying to, it sounds like they're trying to do the Fantastic Four more than anything. Everyone's yes. yelling about oh, doing the Fantastic actually, Four. Yeah, pushing for that again, aren't they? The fans are really pushing mm-hmm. for it. And I think they've got, I, I have a funny feeling they might just have something in the works. Mm. Um, so. Fingers crossed, because I would love to see Wolverine or, you know, someone like that in X-Men join the, um. Well, Wolverine's technically an X-Men and an Avenger. That's what I thought, because I've always mm. seen posters and that, you know, when they're all kind of like in their stance. Like just, and Wolverine's there. And there's like, yeah, they're all kind of joined, which is like, you know... 
It'd be cool. You know, it'd be even cooler if they were just like, you know what? Fuck it. Just we're going to take whoever survived from the end game. Yes. Get rid of Iron Man's, um, you know, Captain, anyone who's still on Earth. Obviously, Thor's off and the Guardians mm. and shit are off. Yeah. Anyone who's still on Earth is an Avenger. So, you got Hawkeye and you've got uh, Doctor Strange. You've got uh, Scarlet Witch. I'm going to look at the post. Black Panther, that kind of stuff. Mm. They're all home. Let's make them the new Avengers or the current Avengers. And then do Avengers versus X-Men. Just do a yeah. big... Like, maybe do one X-Men movie... Wonder how they would kind of like add it though, like you know, like just bring it into it. It'd have to be something to do with like. You'd have to have a really good story. Yeah, some sort of universe collide. I like the idea of just slowly bringing in a couple of the X Men <laughs> characters, like maybe bring in Gambit for a second, yeah. and bring in Wolverine, some of the Lone Ranger kind well, of characters. Gambit's, Gambit's still. Like, still in, in the making, isn't it, as well? Yeah, I don't know what's it. Well, because of the Fox merger, I don't know if that, that movie's ever going to happen. Um, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. that it would be cool to see Channing Tatum play Gambit, yeah. but unfortunately, that again, that's a movie we were supposed to get, like, two years ago. Yeah. I think so. it, was, it was slated for 2018, 2019, yeah. so we never got that, and it was pushed back yet again. So, Deadpool, man, we were supposed to get Deadpool in, like, 2008, Really? So they yeah. did the Wolverine movie. Oh, so yeah. And Ryan Reynolds is in that. But they made kind of Deadpool like not as great back then, wasn't he? Like it was kind of more of a glimpse, yeah. glimpse of him. Like... And the idea was to spin Deadpool off that Wolverine movie and yeah. they made all... F- they made the first two Wolverine movies before they made a Deadpool movie. So it took yeah. them an extra three or four years to make that movie because they were like, eh. Mm. And Ryan Reynolds actually leaked... You know that opening scene in the Deadpool, original Deadpool, where he's in the car and he's beating people up and it's slow-mo and he's I like... Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. They made that shot as as a screen test mm. to um, to give, to, to pitch to companies and get a director on and oh, stuff like right, that. So yeah, that's yeah. kind of what they do. They do a little shot like that. Mm. So they shot that um, and Ryan Reynolds leaked that via Twitter. Was he meant to? Or? Nope. Okay. But he admitted to it later. No one knew that it was Ryan Reynolds that leaked it. He just admitted to it later that it was him yeah. that leaked it. And hey, you're gonna get your fans excited. And, this is the, best and the fandom fucking lost their collective yeah. minds, man. Like I remember seeing it for the first time. Mm. I was very keen to see it. Over that, they lost their minds, and that's what got Deadpool made. Oh, Deadpool's like not let the team down at all. Mm. He's just made for that character. I hope he never stops that. I, like, I rewatched. I rewatched two, Deadpool two the other day, and oh, it still yeah. holds up. Oh, yeah, dude. If they, if they make a third one, I'm sure they will, because I don't see why they wouldn't. Um, yeah, it's just huge. Well, Fox's That's plan. The the only problem is is that Disney owns Fox now and Disney might not make a Deadpool movie. Mm. You know what I mean? That yeah. That's not really their thing to make an R-rated film like that. Oh, maybe someone else might. They had a plan to do X-Force mm. with that team at the end of Deadpool 2. Yeah, yeah. And then do Deadpool 3. That was their plan. And I think they were doing a, a, a Domino movie or something as well. It just yeah. never happened. It's just become a victim of the merger like the New Mutants movie. <laughs> Yeah, what's going on with that as well? So... Like, I keep hearing about that ages ago and... That's a good like, question. I heard about that recently. New Mutants is now being released in cinemas. Yeah. So originally, a couple of weeks ago, they said they were going to release it on VOD, um, direct um, video. Mm. Um, 
on like Apple and stuff like that. And then they said this week or last week, oh, excuse me, this is not on you. Um, said last week that they are going to now release the film as the first film that they're going to, that, that um, Disney will release as like a, once they're allowed to go back to cinemas. Yeah. So it's going to be like a tester okay, to test yeah. the waters. So I think it's one of those things where they've got a movie, they can release it and show it to people and just see if people are willing to go back to the movies. If it does well, mm. then they can release Black Widow and Mulan and all that shit. Yeah. But if, if it doesn't do well, they can just be like, oh, well, people weren't ready to go to the movies yet. Do you think that they'll, and they'll start... Kind of a guinea pig film. Yeah. Do, do you think they'll start the X-Men... Um, the, sorry, the, the... What is it called? Sorry, the, um, the new... New Mutants. New Mutants, like, from the ending of Logan, or...? Yeah, I don't know. I've only watched that trailer once, and it was, like, two years ago. Do you remember at the end, like... You know, if you haven't seen Logan already by now, you're not a true fan, but... Like, <laughs> if you see the ending of Logan, is like, they're all kind of running off together after Logan. Yeah, just... yeah, his daughter and stuff, yeah. yeah they kind of... I think that's a very... That's a very justifiable yeah, assumption I, I to make. Up any kind of story, you know, like that they could be older when we see him next, you know. Like, yeah. yeah, that's a fair enough assumption to make about yeah. that movie. I think it's definitely. Um, I hope they do. Yeah. Carry on with that, you know, new um, new mutants. Uh, at the very least, they've made the movie. It's that, been ready to put out for for two years now. Mm. But that also was a, I remember you telling me, it was like a, what would happen if the, all the mutants died kind of thing. So that was kind of like... A, a, the Logan a, film, like yeah. A, a film kind of like, just pushed off into a different, like, oh, let's see what, what would happen if all the mutants were dead, you know? Wolverine was like one of the last ones. With, yeah. With, um, you know, Logan is based off a What If series, but you could probably make the assumption that after Days of Future Past, mm. that's what happens. Yeah, so that, that's, you know... Because the, the, the Wolverine Origins timeline is all over the place. That's why I think they just had to add kind of like a, 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 like a timeline where things all go bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Professor oh, Xavier's got like dementia, causes like seizures that can mm. F everyone up. You know, mm. like, and Logan pretty much, you know, he's, he's, very, he's, he's finding it harder to heal. Yeah. You know, he's not really... He's essentially anymore. dying. Yeah. And just, it's, there's a good ending to Wolverine, but I, I don't reckon we've seen the last of it. Mm. Wolverine, at least, yeah. Hugh Jackman, I think. You know, they could oh. recast someone, but I don't know who would pull that off just as well as Hugh Jackman. I like, a, a lot of people have cast, oh, excuse me, a lot of people have said um, Tom Hardy, but Tom yeah. Hardy's already Venom, so I can get why you wouldn't want that. And Taron Egerton, the kid from Kingsman. Hugh Jackman mm. said he thinks that Taron Egerton would be a good Wolverine. Which is interesting, because I can kind of see that. I haven't finished Rocket Man yet, but I have seen him in Kingsman, and he's a badass actor. He's Do you reckon Aquaman could pull off Wolverine? Jason Momoa, yeah, for sure, but it'd be in. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to see him as Wolverine, though. Because it's a pretty similar like character to Aquaman. It would make you feel like, oh, he's, but he's Aquaman. Like, he's never yeah. Aquaman. Like, yeah, you wouldn't want to... I, think, I think, don't think many actors want to do too many, like, um, superheroes, you know? Yeah, you wouldn't want to jump. 
Unless you're a super fan. Yeah. Like, yeah. someone like, um... Then he'd be part of the Avengers as well. Like, Ben Affleck only played Daredevil because he hadn't, he couldn't get cast as Batman, and then he gets cast mm. as Batman. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, Chris Evans has played a few oh, yeah, superheroes. Like, yeah, true. He, he was the Human Torch, and then he was in, yeah, um, what's the one with Michael Cera in it? Uh, shit. People are probably screaming at the computer right now. Uh... Something versus the world. Oh. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in that as well. Oh, I forgot he was in that. Same with Brandon Routh. Brandon Routh was Superman and he was in Scott Pilgrim as well. And then he was in uh, Legends Tomorrow, which is part of the Arrow yeah, yeah. and Flash universe. Um, so he played the Atom in that. So there's a few people that doubled down. Mm. Dave Desmolchin as well. Dave Desmolchin is the guy in Ant-Man. You're the, you know the Russian guy? His Russian friend? In Ant Man, I think so. Yeah, yeah, the one that the security, he's the packer guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a lot of. He was in the Dark Knight. Mm. He was in uh, Ant, the two Ant Man movies. He's in bits and pieces all over the place. Like he's mm. been in a lot of superhero things. It's like a back character, background character. He's in. Oh excuse me. Oh, he's in um Jane Silent Bob reboot. Yes. You know, at the, yes, at the yeah. start, where he's like, <laughs> Oh my god, he's got an old dick! Yeah, yeah. And he, that is yeah, that guy. Good. It's like, Oh my god! Where's his dick? He's got a just vagina! Yeah, that's... Um, so there's a few people that have done that. Mm. But yeah, the New Mutants is looking like it's, it is going to get a cinema debut. But it's going to be a guinea pig for <laughs> to test the waters, see how it goes. Um, so did you know Ruby Rose is playing, well was at this point, playing Batwoman? Oh, I know So they released her as Batwoman yeah. in the latest season of, uh, in the, in the previous season of Supergirl and Flash and all that. So part of the Arrowverse, she was playing yeah. Batwoman. Oh, really? Yeah. I had no idea about that. <laughs> yeah. Well... She played her for one season, and now she's decided that she doesn't want to play her anymore. Oh, why's that? She did one season, and she doesn't want to play Batwoman anymore. <laughs> the schedule. Yeah. You pretty much got a day job. Because they pump out those shows, it's like 22 episodes a season. 24 episodes it's a, a season. It's a big party in your life, right? like, Yeah. It's, it's a big contract. To 24 up, so episodes being, a season. Yeah. You're pumping out... Um, you know, you're the main character, so you're pretty much almost on that 45 minutes every single week. Yeah, yeah, you're pretty much taking up the screen 45 minutes every single oh, yeah. week. There's stunts as a Batman yeah. kind of character, as a, as a superhero. There's constant, there's long days. They work into the night if they need oh, to. Oh, yeah, they have to, yeah. They'd be working at any time of the day. Like, just and they, they, they film it in Canada as well. So they're away from their families and mm. stuff like that. And she's an Australian, so she's quite far. Also, on top of that, She's part of the John Wick franchise. Oh, okay. She's part of the... Oh, well, no, she died in John Wick 2. I think she was in Fast and Furious. Mm. She's part of Orange is the New Black as well as a reoccurring character. Show, yeah. So her schedule with Batwoman in that would be pretty difficult. Um, she's also in... She's, she's a lot bigger to be coming into this show mm. as a lot of other of the other people who are playing the characters that like flash and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, she, she did it for a, a season 
and she just decided that the schedule was too much. Mm. So instead of cancelling Batwoman, they're just going to recast Batwoman. Ruby Rose is no longer Batwoman, and they're just going to recast her. Yeah. Which is interesting, um, because she copped a lot at the start, because when she was first cast as Batwoman, a lot of the fans said to her, like, gave her shit, because she's not a lesbian. And Batwoman, or also known as Kate Kane, I think that's her name, Kate Kane, Anyway, I'll look it up and if I got it wrong. Um, is a lesbian, whereas Ruby Rose, I think, is bi or pansexual. She's definitely it was bi, yeah. Like, they were getting her on a, on a technicality, mm. which, you know... So, she probably started off with that and was excited to play Batwoman and then um, copped that shit and yeah. was like, yeah, no, look. And then, and then did the schedule and was like, yeah, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Yeah. Um... So, which is a shame because you don't have, you're going to have one, when you go and watch Batwoman later on in the years, I haven't watched the latest season of it. Yeah. When you go and watch um, Batwoman, you'll see her for the first season and then the next person Mm. for the follow-up. But it also gives another person an opportunity to become a superhero. And when you become a superhero, like you get pretty popular. It's like being in a Star Wars movie. As soon as you're in it, you, you've got an automatic fan base that's yeah. going to start following you for the rest of what you do. What's her name? Caroline. Developed by Caroline Therese. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it is Kate Kane. Anyway. Okay. Um, at least in that show, the character's name is Kate Kane. So yeah, yeah that... It's weird. It's interesting. <laughs> it's like... It's not the first time it's happened on television. Mm. Like, Roseanne... Except... They restarted Roseanne and then she made all those Twitter... She made all those tweets about the woman from NBC. Do you remember that? Did you no, ever see that? I didn't see that, no. They rebooted Roseanne about a year, maybe two years ago. She yeah. was halfway through the season. Um, it was making big bucks because, you know, Roseanne was one of the most popular shows back when it was on in the 90s. Yeah. And it was a reboot and it was getting like ratings up the fucking wazoo. <laughs> And then Roseanne made all these tweets about the head of NBC mm. and um, the all these racist tweets. She didn't really know um, know about that the woman was black and she said she looked like a monkey and all this kind of oh. stuff. So, um, she, and Roseanne also went on Joe Rogan and said that she was on Ambient, so she was not really, she doesn't even remember making those wow. tweets, but they still cancel her anyway. She was oh, a victim yeah. of the cancel culture, yeah, which is a shame, but you know, what's done is done. But then I, the only other one I can think of is Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. If you watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Netflix, you'll find that about three maybe four seasons into it, Aunt Viv changes. Really? The character. The actress just changes. And it turns out that the woman who, the original woman who was playing Aunt Viv, um, hated Will Smith. What? They did not get along. She thought he was a spoiled brat. She thought, so she was a bit of a, a bit of a, had a bit of an attitude to her. And she thought he was a bit of a spoiled brat. And, um, yeah, she hated him. So all of a sudden, she just reappears as a new person. And she's, a, like, if you watch it, and I, I remember seeing this, if you watch it, 
It's the same character, but the new woman has more of a motherly thing to her. Mm. The other woman has this like real aggressive kind of really? attitude okay. to her. So you can kind of see her struggling yeah. with Will Smith. And obviously Will Smith being the lead character, they didn't want to get rid of him. No, no way. So it's, that's the only other time I can think of where it's happened. And then obviously yeah, well, I was yeah, in. I actually never knew that. I've, I've honestly never actually watched that show. French Fresh Prince, yeah. I've seen a few episodes, just never really... Just here and there, yeah. yeah. Sunk your teeth into it. It's worth it. It's got some... Yeah. There are some moments. There is a... It, there is a clip on YouTube that makes me cry every time I watch it. Really? From Fresh is Prince. It like a it's it, slash it, drama? It can... The way that a sitcom can be dramatic every okay, so yeah. often, it so can be. Like, kind of like... The, the yeah. tough parts as well yeah, yeah. so there's an episode where Will the character Will his dad comes back okay and his dad is talking about um so he's living with his uncle Phil which is his mum's brother or his mum's brother-in-law so and he's been living this is like maybe three seasons in. he's been living with him for a while he's built a relationship they don't really get along because uncle Phil is like pretty he's a Bel Air guy he's, he's really rich and he's a lawyer yeah. and stuff and then Will's just you know Will Smith yeah his young Philadelphia thug kind of kid uh, stylish kid yeah playboy pretty boy but there's this moment and this is a moment where I think it really separates like you've got to think of it about at the time as well what we knew about Will Smith before this Will Smith was a rapper he's a rapper from Philadelphia then he does Fresh Prince and he becomes yeah. an actor yeah. then he does uh, Independence Day and that oh, yeah, yeah. sets him up as Will Smith, right? So, um, Will Smith is... Will's dad comes back and he's telling him, like, um, I... They're, they're about, it's towards the end of the episode. His dad's come back. Uncle Phil's like, mm, this guy's dodgy. He's yeah. left him before. Will's now, like, 17. Why is he just coming back again? Yeah. Um, and you get to the end of the episode... And Will's dad's ready to take him on a camping trip and he's gonna go they're gonna go away for the weekend. Yeah. And it's the Friday afternoon, Will's come home from school, he's like, shit, yeah, I'm really excited about it, rah rah rah. And his dad, um, right before Will comes home, his real dad says to Uncle Phil, like, Tell Will I can't do it this weekend, I've got things to do. Oh, no. And Uncle Phil's like, You have to tell him. I am not telling him that. Yeah. You have let it. You will let him down once again. I am not going to do your dirty work. Rah, rah. He goes, no, no, no. I can't do it. It'll break my heart. You do it. You, you know, you're good. You're good with him. And he goes, you're, you're basically just like in the yeah. nicest possible way. He's like, you're a fuckwit. Wow. Yeah. And then Will comes home right before his dad leaves. Oh, before he leaves, yeah. And his dad's walking out the door, and he goes, um, he's like, oh, what, what are you? Oh, dad, are you ready to go? And he goes, no, nah, Will, sorry, I've, I've got to go. He goes, what do you mean? Because yeah. I just got to go, and then he just leaves, and he goes off off screen. Oh no! And Will Smith looks at the guy who plays Uncle Phil, and he does this monologue mm. that he goes from the character Will to the Will Smith we know now, the dramatic duck. And he just like that he turns in. He's, he's he says this monologue where basically I'll, I'll butcher it if I try, but reckon, I'll show you the clip later. Do you reckon he like? Is it one of those kind of scenes where an actor kind of does his own thing and pulls it off really well? Yeah. Is it like that? Yeah. And he does this scene where, I don't know if Will Smith's dad left, but he channels everyone whose dad ever left them and yeah, gave up I on them. Yeah, I can see that point. Come and he, through, yeah. he, he does this monologue where it's like, um, I don't need him. It's like, 
He says to Uncle Phil, like, why does he keep leaving? Why does he... He goes, you know what? You know, it's, fuck him. I don't need him. Mm-hmm. And it's a sitcom, so he's not swearing. But he's like, you know, screw him. I don't need him. Mm-hmm. He goes, I learned how to ride a bike on my own. I learned... I got my first girlfriend on my own. Yeah. I learned how to... I learned how to do math on my... Without him. I learned how to do this, that, yeah. that, and the other yeah. without him. And he's just... And he just screams and he goes, screw him. And then, in all of it, you can feel this... Mm. pure emotion and passion and he turns around to Uncle Phil and he just goes why doesn't he love me and just breaks Mm. down crying and Uncle Phil grabs it and you can see the actor who's playing Uncle Phil gets caught up in it as well gets caught and he goes in his face he's like where did that come from that's amazing but he's staying in character and he just hugs him and gives him this bit and uh, and Mm. the actor who plays Uncle Phil has no lines in that moment but it's every in both of their faces, especially it's just says everything. Yeah. But Will Smith's performance. Will, can I just ask? Does, did Will Phil's real dad leave him? Is that joking? I don't know. I, I don't know the extent maybe that of. Could be a part of it, like, it could be, life. yeah, or it could be that like, he knows, be, like, like true, he has friends who yeah, it's, 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 he channeled and yeah. Ends up true, true emotions. And if it. if his dad did, I'm actually looking it up now. I I don't know if he did. Um, if he did, it would make a lot more sense because that would be triggering. His, yeah, um, acting to make him break down like that, I guess. I, I just, I don't, I don't know if he did. Uh, here we go. First question: When you look up Will Smith's dad, it says, "Did Will Smith's dad leave him?" That awful moment when you learn that this wasn't scripted. Ah, oh, that Will's Will Smith's character was actually supposed to brush off the whole thing, but Will's father actually had left him when he was younger, and he just fell apart on the set. And the hug at the end was from one actor to another, not one character to another. So that wasn't even scripted. He made that up on the spot wow. and they kept it in. I'll have to show you this clip because it is phenomenal, so man. Did, his dad did so leave. it turns out his dad did leave him, yeah. So, so that was all him, essentially. It was Will Smith. That's where you see true acting coming out, though. Yeah. Because like it does it. It's almost like the truth comes out. It's almost like yeah, he's in character and then he's you, not. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like, okay, I'm acting right now, but at the same time, I've got to try and manage these emotions, like to try and stay in character, but you can like, I guess that would make But he channels this better. thing that's actually there and he yeah, says yeah. like, yeah. Definitely. Wow. So here we go. Mega actor Will Smith's father, Willard Carroll Smith Sr. has died. Oh, I got about two weeks into the preparation for the film. My mother is diagnosed with cancer. First, you know, it stunned me. And then it was the magical source of the universe. Smith revealed. They gave him six weeks, but he lived four months. Oh, okay. The episode, in the episode, Will's deadbeat father, Lou, played by Broadway legend Ben Veneeran, uh, returns after a four... Oh, it's just a synopsis. We don't yeah. Worry. But yeah, there you go. It turns out it was real. So, wow. Crazy, man. Like, yeah. some of the best... Acting I've ever seen. Even just talking to you about it there like gets me. Like it's it's powerful, man. And it's one of those things where they obviously just let him do his thing and then like I feel like I would like to see the camera crew when that happened. If it's not Mm. scripted that uh, like it said, it was just oh yeah, whatever my dad or you know, he's blah blah blah. And then he just turns it and I bet everyone I think that would happen in a lot of things, hey, a lot of movies or anything like where some actors will just be like full come out with this I think it's a way of kind of showing, like, trying to impress as well at the same time. Yeah. Within a job, you know, like, trying to get better at something by, like... Yeah. Upping your career mm. as well. And not just doing it for the money, obviously, but, like, showing how good of you are at your job by acting as well. Yeah, bringing that true emotion and into you can it. bring emotions into it where you know it's actually going to hit 
viewers, mm. it's gonna fucking like. Well, that's, that's, that's what like it's true acting, isn't it? Oh, well, it's emotion. It's it's an expression of emotion, isn't it? Oh, like, yeah, when you can hit the audience with that kind of feeling, like oh fuck, you know, like, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna make you like, damn, he's 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 good at that. <laughs> he's gotten it. Yeah, there's something real there. I think um. I heard people talking about that some of the best acting as well is like mm. when you hear Leo or someone or Johnny Depp or someone talk about how they stop um, and wrestlers talk about this as well they stop being who they are like the person they the, the, yeah. the Leonardo the Don, Johnny Depp and they just become Jack Sparrow they become yeah. Yeah. you know, whatever, Rick Dalton, or they become, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin. There's a lot of that, like, there's a, dip, there's, it's, it's funny because it kind of, it sounds contradictory, but it makes a lot of sense as well. It's like, they talk a lot about, um, we're just playing acting. Mm. We're just, we're just pretending to act. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Or we're just playing wrestling. Mm. But when you, when you really become the best at it is when you actually become that character and you become yeah. that and you embody literally yeah. that. Per- and that's, I can understand why that, um, that whole idea of, um, what do they call it? Uh, method acting mm. makes a lot of sense because yeah. literally becoming the person for a certain period of time yeah. helps you to be that person in the situation and when you get into acting you understand that person you feel that person yeah. you know exactly how yeah. that person would like a good writer Stephen King always talks about he creates his characters mm. then he sets up instead of setting up the story and saying this is what this character is going to do that's what that character is going to do he creates his characters he knows them so well that when he drops something on his characters he knows exactly how they, how they interact mm. with it and how they react and how so yeah. it's almost like playing D and D. It's almost like he's he creates these characters. He understands them. So it's like they're his friends. Yeah. And he understands them so well mm. that when he throws something at them, like a zombie or a whatever the fuck it is, mm. like he throws a, a conflict, he knows exactly how every single one of them is going to act mm. and what they're going to do and how they're going to react to it. Amazing. It's art, dude. Like uh. it's just like. That's what I always think about a lot of people I know who are creators is like, there's the cynic, there's the cynical kind of creator, there's the cynical kind of yeah. artist and, and, and they're the people and the, the realist, you know, they're, I'm being real, like that kind of being realistic shit and you go, I just want to like grab them by the throat and be like, do you think that everyone that ever achieved greatness ever was a realist? Like mm. everyone that en- ever tre- achieved or progressed the species forward or yeah. made history, whether good or bad, wasn't sitting there going, oh, I'm being realistic. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, no, there's a glass ceiling on being realistic. Mm. There's a glass ceiling on being so-so. Yeah. If you want to be really, really good at something, you've got to embody the character. Mm. You've oh, got to... Yeah be the person you want to be. Mm. You got to be like, you got to believe so much that you are like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was Mr. Olympia before he became Mr. Olympia. Yeah. Like the rock. He was the greatest wrestler that ever existed in his mind. Yeah. Before he became the rock. Mm. And then he was one of the greatest actors in his mind before he became 
Dwayne Johnson, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, see, that's a skill there. Like, if you can honestly pull both of that off and have a, have a full, like, you know, an acting career in wrestling and then well, mm. not just acting as well, but like, you know, being like a like, wrestling career, being like that, like a wrestler in that, in that, like, one thing that's not even related to movies or whatever, and mm. you can pull off becoming a full time actor. Yeah. You know, it's just amazing. Yeah. And then I saw him like hosting like UFC as well. So that's like another full. Uh, yeah, show, that's like, right. He gave uh, uh, in the way Masvidal he like, yeah. the baddest motherfucker. You know, so he's he's just that's how you get your name out there, bro. Mm. You just, you the Rock is the Rock now. Like he's a personality. He's not just. You may as well start singing or something. <laughs> you pull off a uh, look, he did that in Moana. He wasn't that great. <laughs> yeah. He was all right. He can he can hold a tune, but he's. <laughs> He's no Justin Timberlake, that's for sure. Yeah. But yeah, man, there's. Nah, I, I do feel you yeah, though when you when you told me like I watched that Will Smith scene, but mm. when you have like, I think like you know there's even even like, what's that movie with um with Matt Damon, and he's like he has that that scene with um you know. Well, with Robin, uh, Williams. Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah Goodwill Hunting. And like you know. It's not your fault. It's not your fault, yeah. He breaks down like that, you know. Yeah. It's just, you feel the tension, eh? It's like, is this even acting still? Is it like- They're like bringing something else in. Like yeah. whether he was Will Hunting yeah. to an extent or whether he was bringing some sort of relationship somewhere else in his life where he didn't feel like, mm. where he felt like it was his fault and it wasn't. Like yeah. there's something there that he's... Is this something that hits your head? It's just like, you know, yeah. like that's There's those powerful scenes like... Moments, yeah. That you can just yeah, that's a good that's a good point. I never really thought about. I always thought that scene fault. was just like up there like that. Like yeah, what you explained just then with Will Smith. Yeah, definitely. There's definitely something about it for sure. Yeah. Do you have any news you want to talk about? News. Anything interesting um, that's not, popped it uh, along your radar? Not really. Like nothing really gone. I guess the world's getting a bit better. Yeah. The world is healing now. You know. Yeah, slowly healing. <laughs> Things are getting back. Hopefully, we can go to the movies soon. Soon enough. Yeah. Not sure when, but I'd love to be able to go to the movies again soon. You can go to the rest. You can go to restaurants now here, at least. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So in California, apparently, it's illegal to not wear a mask in public. Damn. Mm. See, I think we're doing alright in. We're number Australia. four in the world. How we've dealt with this. We're number four best in the world at how we've dealt with this. So that's saying a lot. Mm. Oh yeah, we're doing. I'm actually pretty surprised at how yeah, we're doing. Me too. Every week, you hear something good. Mm. You know, I heard 1st of June. Mm. People in the pub. 1st of June. Yeah. Okay. So Isn't it, what is it, 50 people coming up soon that they're going to let in pubs yeah. or something? That's good. So I think every every step is getting, you know, from when we first, I think we did the other, the last podcast when it was like really getting intense to when it was first kind of becoming one of them we did yeah we did one in between that yeah Um, we were talking about it and it was just like at its peak at the time I think yeah like saying no we couldn't even do this couldn't do that I didn't even think I was going to go to your house that time but like yeah that's right (laughs) yeah there was a point where we probably shouldn't have been (laughs) where you were just hanging out out the front now you're at least allowed inside the house yeah we've had a lot we've seen a lot of people since we moved into this new place um, who we haven't seen this whole time like in months. Yeah, so a lot's changed and in, in, it just shows you how much a lot can change in a few weeks. So. Yeah, we haven't seen a lot of um, family members yet in a while. Mm. Like, 
my mum was uh, at our house over the weekend um, for the move or last one was today Sunday Sunday yeah it's Sunday fun um, yeah my mum was at our house over the weekend helping with the move and she was like shit I haven't been to your old house in so long she was like I haven't actually been here and I didn't even think about it I was like oh yeah of course you haven't yeah um, so um, yeah it's just it's strange mm. it's That's strange it, like it'll be nice to see I don't think there'll be very many movies though no that will no, be out that it'll be worth seeing right. anyway <laughs> like oh yeah like they might even just see something cool like to welcome back movies they might even just do like marathons or something you know just yeah to kind of yeah, Apparently cool. they're releasing um, The Dark Knight somewhere. The Dark Knight is being put on, on screens in China or something like that. Yeah, really. Korea, maybe. Somewhere like that. They're just releasing it just so that there's things for people to watch at the movies. Mm. So you're probably right. They might do that where they'll give like Bloodshot and some of those movies that were out just before <clears throat> the all this happened. Um like a second chance. Yeah. yeah they might, but I don't know. I would, if I were them, I'd be running like, if I were local cinemas, once, as soon as they're allowed to be open, I'd be running like Star Wars marathons and Avengers marathons and oh, shit yeah. like that. So like, I think the last marathon I went to was Star Wars. Yeah. That was a while ago. I, what was the last movie I watched At before? It wasn't Bloodshot. A lot of people had seen Bloodshot before all of this, but, Oh, I it was. It was the, the deep water one. What was that one? No, I watched something after Underwater. that. Underwater. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. Again, one of those movies where it could have been small and it just got way too big at the end. It was just like, Jesus, why did we have to go this big? We just keep going way too big at the end of movies. Um, what was it? We, we saw Underwater. That might have been the last thing we saw. It could have been Harley Quinn or something. Oh, Birds of Prey? Yeah, Birds of Prey came out. I think that was the last thing I saw. Yeah. We, I feel like we saw something, though, in between it. What was it? Because I remember wanting to see, but we didn't see Bad Boys. We were going to see Bad Boys. We didn't see... Fuck. I don't know what it was. Oh, Jan, Sun, Bob. That's what it was. It was that's reboot. It was, yes. Yeah, that's right. It was Jane Silent Bob. So that was a decent movie to see. That was a good way to end the movies, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that was a decent movie to see as the final one. Um, yes, please go see it. It is great. It is great, yeah. I want to find a copy of it now. I want to go back through his catalogue now and rewatch some stuff. He's just released... Um, this is something I want to do eventually, but it'll take me a lot longer. He's been making podcasts since 2007. So he has a back catalogue that is so big of podcasts that he's just made a website um, amongst the quarantine which is very clever because a lot of people were contacting him being like oh I want to watch the old episodes of this show that you're not doing anymore or that show like he did a show where he just went through all the episodes of Fraser with someone and he did like a hockey show and he did a this show and a that show one with his wife and all this so all the back catalogue is on um, that Kevin Smith club now oh yeah 2007 yeah that's a lot of work so he's got a lot now. of stuff there man a lot of the ones he does now are at like episode 500 How often 700 within a day as well like does he, do he one does every like day? five a week man right now the regular ones he's doing is 
Um, now that he's on the quarantine, he's doing more. He's, he's rebooted the one with his wife that he hasn't done in almost five or six years. He does uh, Fat Man Beyond, which is his Batman one. He does um, the one with Jason Mewes, mm. which is Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. He does yeah. Hollywood Babylon. He does a weed one. Mm. So that's five. And then he does... Um, uh, what's the other ones? He's got a Smodcast, which is the 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 main one. Yeah. The core original one that he did. Um, and there's something else that he does now. So he does like six or seven wow. a week. Sounds like his full time job, really. You if do you're that. doing them an hour or two hours at a time, that's only six or seven hours a day. Like the six or seven hours a week, so it's pretty good. And Does then he direct much else? Like direct anything else, really? Yeah, he does a lot of TV shows. He has a recurring job on on The Flash and Supergirl. Okay. Um, and he has a recurring job on uh, the Goldbergs. Mm. The Goldbergs is. Oh, a, really? Yeah. Okay, you so know that show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right, because he's really good mates with um, Mark Wahlberg, isn't he? Uh, oh, sorry, not sorry. I'm thinking of something else. No, um, the Goldbergs is the one with Jeff Garland. I'm in thinking it, of. The Wahlburgers, sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> now the Goldbergs is a sitcom about a family in the 80s yes, and the kid's yeah. like a nerd. Yeah. Yeah, he has a reoccurring job on that and just a few bits and pieces here okay. and there as well. Yeah. Um, but he only really directs his own films now. He's, mm. he's gone through a period where he did other people's films, but now he's really only... I think the next thing he's doing right now is um, the... Um, what is it? The... Uh, Twilight of the Mall Rats. So it's like Mall Rats oh, too, okay. but they're like obviously they're all old now. Yeah. So yeah. they they have kids and shit. So he's he's doing this thing where he's like looping back around. I think he wants to do Clerks Three as well. And oh yeah, that'd yeah. be right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Twilight of the Mall Rats is supposed to be the sequel. So he's working on that right now, which will be interesting to see. Yeah. But yeah, um, we have a Patreon. I'm gonna say it now, and I want to find the Patreon link. We have a Patreon where you can pay $2 and save and help us um, keep this and the rest of the network going every single week. Let me just get the Patreon link up and you can go today uh, because we've just launched it this week. Um, Here it is. We've launched it this week and I might as well promote it while we're here. Just got to get the link up so that I get it right. So if you go to... Uh, what is it? Where's the link? Okay, if you go to patreon.com forward slash the Lemonade Network, uh, that's the Lemonade Network, patreon.com forward slash the Lemonade Network, you can help us um, by, because we have been struggling to get sponsors lately due to the quarantine, you can help us by finding, um, by helping us crowdfund the... Uh, Lemonade Network and you can get some special access um, and some special rewards uh, towards uh, you know my online store and some uh, exclusive Patreon exclusive episodes of this show Qui-Gon's Happy Hour and Making Lemonade um, we're going to have some special and, and some this, there's some new stuff coming soon as well so go to patreon.com forward slash the Lemonade Network and you will find and come and help us. It's only $2 a week. That's all we're asking for. All right. Well, thank you, man, for coming on. Of course. Again. All good. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Um, we really appreciate 
you guys every single week supporting us. Do you want people to find you online or do you care? Yeah, no. Right. Don't want to plug anything. Well, you can find us at Make Lemonade Podcast. Uh, sorry, no, at Lemonade Network, I think it is, on Instagram. Let me get that up as well because I've changed it recently. You can for where you can, that's the main hub, social hub for yes, at the Lemonade Pod Network on Instagram. It's the main hub where you can find us. Uh, we will also be on Twitter soon, but next time I'll let you know about that. You can find me at Jordan Morpeth Art, uh, uh, at Jordan Can Draw on TikTok, Jordan Morpeth Art on Instagram, and Jordan Morpeth on um, Jordan Morpeth on Twitter. I just had a brain fart, um, but. This has been Baking Oranges, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you again for listening. Thank you, Steve, again for coming on. And I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Take care. Bye. Bye. Oh, he's a newborn cries and